Hello and welcome to an episode of Beyond Friends, a podcast through her eyes. We're your hosts, Sunny, Lindsay, and Peng. And we're delighted to have you join us today. If it's your first time listening to us, we're happy to have you here. And if you listened to us before, welcome back. So, friends, today's episode is kind of talking about the male gaze. I don't want to say versus the female gaze, but how both of these gazes influences or affects our day to day, if that makes sense. So, you might be like, wait, why are we talking about this? We we're just talking about like turning red and prom and all these things, and now we're talking about this. But I wanted to bring this topic up because I feel like I feel like because we're kind of on this journey of like coming of age coming of age Mm -hmm. yeah so I feel like we're kind of on that journey of coming of age and I don't know I guess I'm just keep thinking about like our previous episode about like dances and stuff and like you know my CU teaching us the difference of like what a twerk is and all these things (laughs) and I just be thinking about like yo like when I was like really young, like I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew what those were, and I think we also had like touch base about like going to the clubs in some aspect of college, and mm-hmm. I just remember like being that age, and like it sounds like so like I don't know, kind of like disgusting to say, but like I remember like when I was going out, like I wanted to dress, so like for dudes to like look at me, I was like, oh, like I want to dress and like show off my boobs. So then like when the guy looks at me, he's like not looking at my eyebrows but like my boobs (laughs) like stuff like that and I I was just like hmm I wonder why I have like that thought you know like why do I think about that so much and like I think as I get older I'm realizing that like I actually don't really like want to put on makeup anymore or like you know like I want to wear these clothes because like um because I'm seeking approval or like attention from a man I kind of want to do it for myself or I want my friends to call me hot you know and, and all these things so yeah that's kind of why I brought this up. But like, what do you two think? Because, yeah. No, I think that's a good, like, train of thought to go off on. Because in thinking about our previous recent episodes, like Turning Red and like our dance episode, I was definitely thinking, because I think I mentioned in the dance episode how like some of the things I didn't even know how to prepare for or what to do. For example, like what to wear, how to do my makeup, how to do my hair, how to dance and all of this stuff. And I think at that age, like I wasn't necessarily wanting to do it in order to look good for a man to notice me, a boy to notice me. But at the same time, I was thinking about it and I was like conscious about, oh my gosh, like how are people going to view me? And I did talk about like my dress revealing so much and stuff like that too. And so like, I think that like my self-consciousness of that definitely came from like, a place of the male gaze rooted in the male gaze because of the way that the male gaze sexualizes women so much and so I'll leave it at that because I know some people might not know what the male gaze is and we haven't like Mm -hmm. gotten into definitions of that yet you know um I think that's a really good segue actually because I think before we dive into deeper of my thoughts and my experience would one of you care to explain to our listeners uh, what the male gaze is and uh, honestly too y'all I am just hearing this too for the first or second time as well and so I'm on the train of learning yeah for sure I can define the male gaze and then Mind see maybe you can tackle on the female gaze so the male gaze is defined as a way to portray and look at a woman that empowers men while sexualizing and diminishing women we can dive into examples later on so i'm gonna build off of that a little bit more to go a little more in depth hopefully it's not too confusing but it's also like essentially like uh depicting women in the view of what a man will see as a woman and what a man will see as a woman to make her a woman and to make her acceptable as a feminine person. Hopefully that's not too confusing, but there is something called the female gaze as well. The female gaze is the way that women are portrayed through the eyes of women instead of the man. And so typically this is shown, typically women who are kind of portrayed through the female gaze are shown as people with feelings, people with intelligence. It's not necessarily just 
focusing on the physique and what the eye can see, but it's talking more about like what the heart feels, what the brain talks about, the things like that. It's like more of the inner workings of a woman and not just the outer stuff of a woman. And so as you can see, the female and male gaze, they're kind of like a little bit opposite, but they are both talking about how women are depicted in the eyes of a male versus a female. Gotcha. Okay, so if I could just reiterate what I heard, um, and maybe just in like, not necessarily dumb it down, but then more of like, ping it down for me. <laughs> um, so uh, the male gaze is more of like, you know, what's on the outer aspect, um, the visual look of a woman. I was also reading something else too. It's about it's a little bit about visual cues, desire, logic, sex, ego, and ab- objectification, mainly of women compared to other, other things, right? And then the mm-hmm. female gaze, it takes a step further, equalizing that platform. And it is to show and represent, you know, the women overall. And it also to help both masculinity and feminine energy would y'all say something like that yeah i think i think okay. your um your painification of those two definitions are good <laughs> thank you thank you okay um they um i think i'm following along awesome so sunny i think earlier you asked us kind of what our thoughts were um a little bit of our experience and i alluded a little bit to the both of you too this is really new to me and i unfortunately i wish i would have taken um gender sexuality classes in uh, at augsburg in my undergrad unfortunately i didn't have the chance to to really learn more about these terms and so this is really new to me a new body of water but i would say i would say that as we kind of had this conversation and explore this topic i have seen myself maybe more recent than my undergrad years of dressing or feeling a certain way to basically me sexualizing myself so i can attract the male gaze if that even makes sense and mm-hmm. i didn't do that as much in my undergrad because you know i had a boyfriend at the time like you know i already have a man i don't need another guy or two to look at me that way like you weren't trying to impress anyone yes to stay by your side quote unquote anymore yes exactly and so i realized that um i started doing that um a little bit more when i got out of that relationship Mm-hmm. And starting dressing a certain way, hoping to get attention, basically. Mm-hmm. But eventually, I've also kind of slowly starting the path of, man, let me wear what I want. Let me wear what makes me feel confident. And mm-hmm. I think, too, I share with the both of you as well. Like, right now, I'm at that phase in my life where I'm not really happy with how I look. And it's now I'm just really working on me making myself happy with how I want to look, how I want to feel. Mm-hmm. When do you two feel like you first notice yourself noticing your femininity, your womanhood, and your attention to please the male gaze or to ascribe to the male gaze? I feel like for me, it started really young with my mm-hmm. mom and my dad. Like I remember like, you know, your is it the calves? The like part before the foot? Not yes, part. yes, yes, the calf. I remember like <laughs> I remember being younger and like me and my sisters, we would like sit together on the bed and my mom would come in and she would just be like, You guys do not have calves of a woman. And I was like, What? Like, what does a woman's calf look like? And she's like, it's supposed to like like I think that's the correct word. It's supposed to like curve very beautifully. So like so like the ankle looks very slender. Kind of looks like a backward P, I guess. You know, like the calf muscle. And like she has it. You know, she has like really pretty calves, I guess. And she was like, You guys look like bondong because our calves are like straight and we have no curve. And I think like I remember that. And then I remember when I was younger too, like my dad had commented on the way I walked and the way my older sister walked. And he was like, we were walking to Walmart or something. And he was like, he's like, he said to my younger sister, 
he was like, look at both, how both of your sisters walk. Your oldest sister, she walks with like her legs wide apart, kind of like wobbling side to side. But look at how Sunny walks. She walks with her butt like moving up and down side to side. So like, you know, like that. Dun, dun, like that yes, walk. yes. Where your butt yeah. kind of like bounces or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then my dad was like, that's the way a woman should walk. And I was like, like sorry I am nine but okay but I was like still very I think like but that like that ingrained in me because when I was younger like you know even though and uh, yeah like even though I've never like dated I was still like I still had crushes and stuff so I remember mm-hmm. like I was like when I was say a guy that I like I'd be like oh my god like I have to walk like a woman even though I don't have the calves of a woman <laughs> That's a really weird mm. sentence to say. <laughs> like I would like, you know, I would like walk like that. And then like you had to compensate in other ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I think that's like the first instincts I can remember of like how the male gaze like influenced my livelihood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? You know, <laughs> it's a good thing that I've prepared a notebook and a pen. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. So for our listeners, I was joking with Nancy and Sunny that my memory is so bad that, you know, I'm like, I always have to prepare pen and paper and just note things down because if I don't, I'm not going to remember. And y'all, me just saying that just reminded me of Nick Jonas, like on The Voice, he take notes. Yeah, he he takes notes. And I'm just like, yo, this that's me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's like i hope nick jonas is listening i'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you are on the level to be a voice judge now <laughs> oh you're so sweet yeah um okay but anywho i think as i'm listening to sunny's stories i a couple of things came up to my my brain and um things i moments in my childhood that i remembered of my self-awareness i don't know know if this I will call this necessarily um feminine awareness but then maybe more of like awareness of when I need to be more like a girl would y'all say that's about the same or not kind of I would say keep going pain okay okay, keep going and we'll see how this goes okay no problem so uh, yeah when I was younger my dad will always say you know you need to put your back into sweeping and because (laughs) because when I'm just like sweeping in the around the house I'm just like you know standing I'm just like I'm just sweeping normally and I'm just like kind of using my wrist and sometimes my dad literally he took away he took the broom from me and like he's like this is how you need to sweep you need to put your back into it and get low and so you can get everything and I was just like damn bro like I don't need to break my back just to sweep. <laughs> yeah, and so he was just telling me that this is how I should be sweeping. And I think going to alluding to um into your second question about, you know, when the male gaze has kind of affected my self and my awareness um, was also to uh, something my dad said. He actually didn't like the girls, his daughters having short hair because he's like, no, you don't want to be like a boy. And like, you don't want to have short hair like boys. And so he've always told us that, you know, women's beauty come from, you know, our hair and how long our hair is. There's this um, superstition. The longer your hair is, the more likely you are to be rich or have more wealth because of your long hair and so that my dad has really engraved that into his his daughters and so growing up I actually never had short hair and I think too it was the shortest I ever gone used to be when I was in middle school but actually the shortest I've gone was when we did that dare uh, last year so that was something that was a moment that my dad and or a male gaze had affected kind of like how I view myself and my feminine side. see what are your thoughts and experiences? Yeah, I think it's, it's hard for me to pinpoint when exactly I started um, noticing those things because I think it happened like so sporadically. 
growing up but there are little moments I remember for example like I think when I was younger there's like different moments where I could pinpoint it for example when you were speaking about hair paying it reminded me about like when I was younger my parents wanted us to keep long hair and it's so interesting because for me a lot of these expectations on how to be feminine came from my mom it didn't necessarily come from my dad And so like my mom would be like, oh, you have to keep your hair long. You have to keep your hair black. And I do remember there was a moment where my mom was dyeing both my sister's hair black. And I was like, we already have black hair. Why are you dyeing it black again? And it's because she wanted like, you know how? Yeah, she just wanted the hair to be very black and long. And so I was like, okay. But I think that some of the moments that I noticed it the most for when I was growing up had to do with makeup. And y'all know me. Y'all know that I like like to put on makeup and I like I like to do makeup and stuff. I used to like to do it more when I was younger compared to now, but mm-hmm. you were so when- crafty. You're so crafty <laughs> with your makeup. I'm like, I don't know how you'd be playing with three different colors and here I am playing with brown, brown, and light brown. Girl, I just do the same technique every time. <laughs> but um there was one time when I was probably in middle school or something. I don't remember. Probably middle school, but me and my little cousin, we were like doing our makeup for fun. We're at my cousin's house and we're doing our makeup for fun. And she had put on eyeshadow and I think she had put on like foundation and powder and some lipstick. And then she came out and my uncle, her dad was like, he was like, y'all, he was so mean to her. He yelled at her for putting on makeup. And he was saying like, that looks hideous on you. Why would you do that? You need to go take that off right now because it's too much. Like it's hideous. And she cried and she like, just looked so hurt. And I remember like, I wasn't wearing makeup, but since I wasn't his daughter, he didn't like say as much to me because I took, but I took so much offense to it because he was saying it to my cousin too and I was just like so mad for her and then um but yeah and then as I like grew older and stuff I like continued to do makeup and stuff and so I think like the more I experimented with makeup and the more like I would feel good in makeup that's when I kind of like recognize them more I don't know yeah that just like reminds me of I feel like growing up like my friends when we were younger like you know I, I do feel like middle school high school is like the year like girls start like dabbling into makeup and like especially that like just the eyeliner or like you know the emo looks and stuff mm-hmm. like that and I remember my friends in high school they used to be like they would put on makeup and then I think a year for a year of high school like nobody wore makeup because everybody wanted to be like a natural beauty and everybody was like well I'm not wearing makeup because I'm a natural beauty I don't need makeup but then like but then, like, and you know, so it was kind of like that, um, that feeling of like, oh, I'm better than you because I don't have to wear concealer or I don't have, excuse me, I don't have to wear mascara because my eyelashes are long enough. And I just remember one time I was wearing like, I tried on makeup, and um, one of like the older class classmates, he like, he had to walk by me and like he was talking to me and I was like talking to him and he was like, what's that thing on your eyelashes? <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? And he was like. I don't know, like, it's, like, clumpy. Like, what is it? And I was, like, oh, mascara? Like, you don't know mascara? And then he was, like, you shouldn't wear that. Like, it doesn't look good on you. And I was, like, huh, you're just jealous because you can't have this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then but, I was, like, what the heck? So weird. Yeah. But it's so interesting because it's, like, I don't know. I mean, now nowadays that makeup is so normal, but at the same time, you know, there are still guys who be like, I don't like a girl who wears too much makeup or I don't like a girl who wears makeup at all. Sorry, Ping. <laughs> oh, even the joke, take her to, take her to go swimming on the first date. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, because it's like, I don't know. Like for me, even though I'm saying like makeup was kind of when I started noticing that, I think it's because makeup is when I started being more aware of how I could change my looks it wasn't necessarily changing my looks to make men like me because I felt like men didn't like makeup at that time when I was younger because even my ex when we dated when we were young like he didn't always he didn't say that much about my makeup so like I never thought too much about it but then I would still love to do my makeup because I felt good in it I don't know I don't remember when this started for me I guess 
That, you know, Maisie, that's a really good point. I feel like um, P, uh, women's experiences, girls' experiences of makeup and when they tap into makeup and, you know, um, how they how makeup makes them feel on a uh, emotional level is really interesting because as you're kind of explaining and sharing your experience with makeup, you know, honestly, though, I did not start wearing makeup until I got into dance. I've always been, uh, yeah, even in high school, middle school, I've always been the girl, you know, I'm just gonna go bare face, I have a baby face, and like my natural look is just fine. And my whole relationship, uh, my, my past relationship, my ex, he's not all about makeup either. He was not really liking it. He or sorry, let me rephrase that. He uh, preferred natural beauty. And the most makeup I'll ever wear is mascara and eyeliner. And I feel like that already brings so much out and just my eyes. That's basically really all that I ever needed. And it wasn't until after college and just about a couple of years ago, three, four years ago, that I really started wearing more makeup uh, because of dancing. And also I realized too, you know, damn, I do look good in makeup. Makeup is like my time where I don't need a filter. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I, my relationship with makeup has definitely changed. And like when you were dating your ex, do you feel like the reason why you only wore mascara and eyeliner is because he like preferred a more natural face? Like that's why you didn't draw to experimenting more with different products and different looks? I think so. Yes, absolutely. I do think so. Um, Because even when I did wear a lot of makeup, which was at prom, I I remember sharing this with y'all last time um, and our listeners, like he was like, oh my gosh, why are you wearing so much makeup? And it was literally, it was not even that much. It was like a layer of like maybe foundation, sprinkle a little bit of blush and here and there. And like, Mm -hmm. I had lashes on. That was the first time I ever had lashes on, big lashes. But yes, I would say um, his view on um, natural beauty did really play into effect on me and my relationship with makeup. I wouldn't necessarily say that was a bad thing um, because he gave me a lot of confidence and showered me a lot with, you know, love with just with just being okay. I was like, why does Sunny look like she's frozen? Oh, no, just, I was like, what happened? I am deep in thought. I have a lot to say about men who love to talk about <laughs> girls. <laughs> Let's oh, hear it. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, but, but yeah. you finished first, King. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, but um, he did it in a way that wasn't like didn't feel like toxic at all. He did it mm-hmm. in a way that it was more of um, I'm like, Ping, you already are, you already are so beautiful without makeup, and I love you for, you know, just the way you look, and so you don't need to wear makeup. And the only time that I really do wear makeup is eyeliner mascara and that's it yeah mm-hmm. go ahead son i can no. see your brain is thinking and i'm just like <laughs> yeah okay. i see it too <laughs> let me get my pen ready <laughs> i just honestly i think that grinds my gears <laughs> in what ways I, how I, I just i i've known so many like not like not really close but like i've known so many people women who wear makeup and they love it and they're super good at it. And then they meet a guy and he's like, I love you for your natural face. And it's like, okay, I love that. I love the fact that you love my natural face. But it's the fact that like me wearing makeup is it's somehow. Issue. Like, yeah. yeah, it's an issue. Yeah. It's, you can still love the natural face and you can still love the makeup face. But it should like, be a it should be a yes and situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've, I've noticed so many relationships where like the guy always talks about like no makeup no makeup and but i'm like bro like she's so good at makeup though like she's so good and she like looks good in it too and like even without it and it's just like and then the girls like stop wearing it and then they're like well my boyfriend doesn't really like you or like well my boyfriend prefers this and like i don't give a fuck what he prefers what do you prefer <laughs> like what the- i love that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know so it sometimes like frustrates me when i hear those like kind of comments and like you have like dudes who like i used to be friends with when they be doing that i'm like um it's not about you <laughs> like mm. you yeah. know that's that's the thing and i feel like uh, i feel like this might be like a different topic but sometimes i feel like it's that like weird aspect of like ownership 
mm-hmm. I've noticed in relationships where like mm-hmm. the dude is like well you're kind of mine and like I'm like, but you know like couples are like this is kind my person which I think is cute right I think it's cute to so be like that's my person but it's also like but you like I don't know it, it gets a little upsetting but it makes me happy when like the couple <laughs> okay it's not like a hater but it makes me happy when the couples break up and the girl goes back to wear makeup because I'm like <laughs> I was rooting for you <laughs> like low-key yeah. Because yeah. it's like it's like if that's who you are, let that be a part of who you are. Don't yeah. let your glamour and your glimmer dim just because someone says they don't like it. I think yeah. that's like my issue. Is like like at the end of the day, yes, maybe you're choosing to do it to respect your partner, and in a relationship, it is a partnership. But at the same time, it's like, are you giving up a part of who you are for something as simple as a physical? look which is like not that simple like and a lot of people you know there's a lot that Mm -hmm. can go into it for certain people but Mm -hmm. that's just how I feel and then like it just reminds me like if I was to have a man who I was dating say that to me like it would remind me of what my uncle did to my uh, cousin and I'd be like okay and like the fuck what does that have to do with you what does my makeup have to do with you you think it doesn't look good but what if I think it looks good on me and that's all that matters you know and then it like also as you were speaking Sunny it also reminded me about like the question when you when I dress up or like when I wear makeup and stuff this happened to me a lot in college when I would dress up and like people would see me in the hallways or like as I'm going to class or something they'd be like wow you look so nice who are you trying to look good for I'm like myself I don't know I'm not out here trying to impress people day in day out and so I don't know yeah that's just some of the things I think about I agree I Peg do you have to say I feel like you're you're pondering on that no I a little I I, want to jump into like a different stream of what we're talking about with talking about like oh you're dressing up for I want to talk about like clothes and stuff Mm -hmm. because like honestly talking about makeup is like a little triggering (laughs) (laughs) I was a little heated in that little bit I just said right now (laughs) of makeup is that what I heard y'all say yeah because like when I was younger when I used to like experiment makeup too like I remember my brother's would love to talk about me wearing makeup and like mm-hmm. out of my sisters too I was the one who like experimented with like curling my hair and like wearing skirts and stuff like that and like I remember when I wore makeup one time and my brother and I got into an argument he was like yeah that's why you look like a dumb hole <gasps> like a dumb whore or something like that and I was like crying oh. my eyes out and I was like middle school and I was just like I look so stupid like with this mm-hmm. like eyeliner and all these things but then like it gets me frustrated because I'm like I'm like you knew I, I don't know I'm like you know I was insecure and you brought it out you knew you fucking knew yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it makes me feel like that sometimes because I'm like like it just makes me think about like clothes too you know because like sometimes I would wear clothes like young when I was younger you know your your body is growing you like you have boobs now you want to like show mm-hmm. it off a little you want to wear a v-neck and stuff like that and I just remember like one time I wore a v-neck to school and like it didn't so that much cleavage my boobs were not that big too okay they were like a decent a decent size you know but like I don't know you know the bras at like the Hmong village where like it's ultra push-up okay I was wearing an ultra <laughs> oh, <push-up>. yeah. <laughs> and like I just remember like I wore that and like my friend saw it and then she was like oh my god you look like a slut and I was like what and we were like waiting in line oh, for lunch and I was like wow. what like a slut and she was like yeah she was like look at your boobs like it's everywhere it's like like this (laughs) y'all you saw like less than a centimeter crack the crack (laughs) (laughs) like she like pulled my shirt all the way up and she was like you're like cover up oh my god and I was like what I was like girl I'm trying to get a man out here but he also (laughs) I don't know but it makes me think of that yeah yeah those those type of situations are so awkward though because it's like well I mean maybe you're doing it um consciously for your own reason but it's also like when someone else points it out especially coming from another female I don't know it sounds like did you feel like that came from like was it like a snarky comment and did you feel like it kind of came from a like dude chill the fuck out or I don't know Because the reason why I bring that up is because when I was in college, my first year, like there's the common areas in 
each floor of our first year hall right and so like we went to go over there to hang out me and some of my friends and I was wearing I was wearing clothes underneath I was wearing a t-shirt and shorts but I wasn't wearing a bra or anything so I wore my robe on top of it and there was a guy who was hanging out on our floor too and he was someone who I had like mentioned as like oh my god he's cute and I have class with him and so when me and my friends went over there to hang out with them one of the friends was like like dude go dress up like why are you just bring your robe and I was kind of just like I don't know and they and she said that in front of everybody it just made me feel so awkward because I'm just like I don't know I'm wearing a robe to cover up in a sense already so I guess maybe I should go wear long pants or something I don't know so those kind of mm. comments I feel like make the ear so awkward because it's kind of just like why do you have to comment on that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that is uh I'm sorry y'all that's um that is not a nice, fun experience and or like, what is that word? Um, kind. There we go. Kind question, comment from from people that we call our friends. Um, oh, going back to Sunday, what you said. Um, I had a question. That's why I was raising my hand. Did you think she was jealous or something? Yeah, that's what I was like trying to allude yeah, to. Like, was she, like, do you feel like she was jealous for her to say like, I'm why are you so so much boobs and your boobs are all over the place and mm-hmm. when you just showed As- like a centimeter especially like at that young age when everyone's developing at different rates like mm-hmm. I wonder if she kind of felt like oh shit like are my boobs that big yet or something I don't know mm-hmm. um I don't think she was jealous I think because she came from like such a tr- traditional household where her dad was really strict mm-hmm. and everything um I think she was just kind of like why would you want to like show showcase your body in that way i what i think when that happened i was like i was like it's okay <laughs> i don't know when i was younger i was like it's okay i just pour it out like farther away because <laughs> i was like it's okay like i have it i want to show it off i i was like taken uh like taken by surprise because i like i knew that i was dressing up because i wanted to show off my boots but i also knew that like the layer behind showing off was because like i wanted guys to look at me right and then I think her like just saying it like so bluntly I was like oh my gosh like I thought I was like slick or something (laughs) I don't know (laughs) so it like threw me off and I was like whoa like I didn't realize you're gonna like call me out on that but then um I don't know I like still showed it off and yeah I didn't but it, it does feel weird when like you're suddenly like called off call out for I think like you are in my situation is a little different I think in the way of like our intent was like very different I feel uh, mm-hmm. I also feel like you know like my intent wasn't to like be a quote-unquote slut you know and like show off I just wanted to like show off and get attention and I guess when like when a, a person calls you out and they they use like a derogatory term for you it does make you it does like make me feel upset because I'm like you don't know my intent like you know yeah like, and like but so even if wanna be a slut. <laughs> yeah even if that is your intent it's like why are you getting shamed for that too? I think it it goes to like a slut shaming type of culture. And I think that's where like, for me, I was caught off guard because it's like, okay, yeah, I said this dude was cute and like, I'm wearing my robe, but damn, I'm not like, uh, how? why do you have to like make it seem like I'm out here trying to get dick down or something? I don't know. So yeah. It, it, yeah. It's kind of like going to that, uh, it, we're, we're surfacing it. But we're not diving into too deep with it. It's kind of like shaming how what we wear, and kind of like going to like the cult, the rape culture. You know, mm-hmm. talking about you know women get raped because of what you're wearing. Like fuck no, no, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. And and two, when especially it's so painful, especially when women also do that to other women. Like, ooh, this is grinding my gears because I'm just like, bro, like, you know, you should be having my bag as another female, female, as a, <laughs> um, as another female peer. Like, you should be having my bag. Like, girl, you can wear whatever you want. You can wear that robe all you want. I got you. Are you showing your undie? Okay, I'll be like, okay, you know what I mean? See, let's kind of fix that. <laughs> Uh, that that robe you know but you can show your shorts <laughs> yeah and like and for me and I for example okay so this is kind of not necessarily going to like outfits and wearing stuff but like okay when when I see a friend or when I see someone that I know um, like nipping nipping okay I hope people know what that means I'm so sorry I don't know why when you said that I thought about a cat 
<laughs> I think it's not about cat dip. No. I was like, how does this have to do with cats? Yeah, okay, no. sorry. <laughs> That's okay. When I when I see another friend of mine or another female uh, like nipping, I will I will let them know because for me I will want somebody to let me know because because for I don't know maybe this is like the unsubtle notion that like it attracts attention or it attracts like eyes and so I'm just like I I will let another female friend know like you know. Just so you know, you're nipping and however you want to take on that, it's totally up to you. Just want to let you know. But sorry, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I completely hear you, friends. And, uh, you know, it's crazy how when another female call you out on those things. Peng, I think what you're saying is so interesting about like nipping. Nipping, if you don't know, it's like when your nipples are showing. And I feel like for, I don't know, I think for girls is more like, sexualizing a dude for some reason it brings me to like two different memories so first memory i remember in high school i was like talking to one of my guy friends and then suddenly he like covered his nipples and he was like oh my god and i was like what's going on and he was like <laughs> he was like yo my nipples are so hard right now. <laughs> okay funny and cute that's kind of cute and i was like i was like oh I didn't know guys were <laughs> hard. I didn't realize that that, was, that existed for y'all. But um, this reminds me of one time when in college, my first year, I was like eating lunch with my roommate. And she had like a group of friends I don't know. And we were eating lunch. And me and one of her like best guy friends, like I sat here, he sat across from me. And there was this white girl who like had walked past us to throw away the, fo- her, the food and like put her tray away. And she was like not wearing a bra and her her boobs were bouncing and her nipples were showing. And both of us, like, our eyes, <laughs> like, we just traced her for the whole room. And then... Yeah, um, isn't, isn't that crazy how that just happens sometimes? <laughs> yeah, and then my roommate was like, I was like, y'all can stop looking at her. And then I was like, oh, shit. I didn't even realize that I was staring at her so intently. I think because I was, like, so caught off guard because I, I just, like... Growing up, my mom has always said, like, like not wearing a bra is, like, something, like, an easy girl does, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you're trying to show it off. And I was just, like, so, I was, like, oh, my God, like, she, she's, like, such an easy girl, right? Like, she's showing off her bra. And during that time, I didn't understand, like, the no bra movement or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> is that a movement? I don't know. Yeah, I was going to ask. Was that such a thing? <laughs> I think it's, like, a... <laughs> I don't know if you would call it a movement, but it's definitely a, yeah, something along that sort. Yeah, it's funny. But now now that I'm older, I don't really care that I nip because for me, I feel like, oh, so what? Like, like show what? So what if it it, it shows? Like, it is what it is, you know, and can't do much. It's going to go down later. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I think for me, I'm like super self-conscious about nipping because I already have big boobs and that already draws so much attention to me, especially Mm. from males. I have a lot of like, um, what's it called? Like not necessarily insecurities, but I kind of have like these self-consciousness about my titties because I know that like it's one of the first things that people might see. Or I don't know if it is the first thing or like one of the first, but because they're big, like people notice them and like going on that no bra thing me I stopped wearing bras to sleep like in middle school because um mm -hmm, like I wouldn't wear bras to sleep because I had my badminton coach she actually had breast cancer and she was telling us about how like um it's good to let your breasts breathe and circulate and get some air and stuff and so that's when I stopped wearing bras to sleep and then like uh, my younger sisters they like eventually stopped wearing bras around the house like around the house we didn't wear bras and stuff too and my mom she would like make us feel so uncomfortable because she would come up to us and like kind of like poke at our boobs or like kind of like grope them a little and she would be like why aren't you wearing a bra like do you want people to touch you like that and stuff and like it just makes us uncomfortable because we kind of like cringe and like cover our breasts and so yeah it's like I don't know. It's so weird. Yeah. Even when I'm like going down the stairs, I'm just like trying to hold my boobs a little because otherwise they pounce when uh, or they bounce. I mean, 
Yeah, I, I want to talk about like boobs now. I feel like because you two have mentioned kind of, I mean, you, you just mentioned it, but like how growing up with big boobs and I didn't grow up with big boobs. I feel like as I got bigger, my boobs got bigger, but that was like not until I hit college. And I, I just remember like when I was younger, like I had a friend who had like really big boobs and everything she, she wore, even though it was like really normal clothes, I was always like, damn, like she looks like so old. And like, you know, sometimes I would even like internal, I would even say internally, like she kind of looks like a slut for like wearing all those clothes. And I remember like she was talking about her struggles of like, I don't like, I just hate wearing like a shirt because it's too tight. So I have to wear like, another shirt but then my boobs are too big and like she always got dress coded because of Mm. like of her or just her boobs you know like everything she wore became too like sexualized so i wonder if like y'all ever like had those feelings or yeah encounters in school that's a really good question i think no i um i didn't really get um dress coded by by that i mean i didn't get flagged down by the teacher or a staff member of the school saying like oh what i'm wearing is too showy because i think going back to what he said i was already so self-conscious and i already know that i already get a lot of attention in certain areas of my uh physical features that i don't want to draw more attention to any certain areas of my physical features so i stray away from that but I would say because of my height, I have gotten uh, a couple, not necessarily flagged down, but then I've gotten a couple of um, remarks, comments that like all my shorts, for example, shorts growing up, if you were too short of a short, you'll get like dress coded and the staff will say like, you need to go change. Um, I didn't get that a lot, even though my shorts were pretty short too. And there's uh, a lot of, I've heard a lot of other girls say, passing me or to me that like it's because I'm short and my legs are shorter compared to like them or taller girls that even though our shorts are about the same distance and same length whatever that I'm not getting flagged down compared to them because like I'm shorter and my legs are not as showing much because there's nothing much to show and so I was like um that is pretty interesting I never really got flagged down. Same as you, Ping, because I knew my boobs were big and because my boobs got big at a young age, I was already so self-conscious then. And I've honestly, a part of why I'm like, damn, when did I start noticing the male gaze is because when I was younger, I wore really like, like some would say Mbanawa, which how would y'all translate that in English? I was like Fobby. Yeah, Fobby, yeah. Um, old fashioned. Yeah, like some people might say that like I dress bano because I will wear like um, oversized tees or I will wear like t-shirts and just like basketball shorts. I wore that a lot in high school. In middle school, I tried to dress up a little more with like skinny jeans, but y'all know I went to uniform school, so there wasn't that many opportunities to dress up anyways. But like in middle school, I tried to dress more cool than like girly and cute. And even in high school, I dressed more masculine than girly and cute too. So yeah, I kind of dress like that, but people still notice my boobs. Like for example, one time and this was when I was in middle school I didn't even notice it but I think like me and my friends we were at the park and it started raining and so and this was like during springtime and so we all went to my house and we we're like warming up and it was cold because we were out in the rain and like me and my ex-boyfriend at the time or my ex we were like kind of hugging and so I was like in the front and he was like hugging me from the back and like he kept like shivering and shaking but then like my boobs were like bouncing from on on top of his arm and my friend kept laughing and I was like why are you laughing and she just kept laughing she's like look at him and I was like whoa what is he doing and then she's like he's playing with your boobs I was like oh my god is he I like didn't even notice that at first and I was like I thought he was just cold and going like and then but, but I don't know obviously but that made me feel uncomfortable and then throughout high school, like there wait, was. Wait, this... wait, wait! Can we backtrack? Okay, You're this classmate is that what my my friend said that to me because we had like it was after school. We went to the park. It started raining, and then we went to my house to hang out after. Who was playing with your boobs? Your your boyfriend? My ex. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Sunny. <laughs> 
Yeah. And then throughout high school, I had this friend. I didn't mind this as much because I think like she never said it in a derogatory way or like in a slut shaming way. She was like she would like a lot of people in high school and stuff. They would like talk about how big my boobs were. And like people would say even like my aunts and cousins, they would say like, oh, my God, like, can you give some to me and stuff? And so like in some ways, like it made me like notice my booze, but it wasn't in a way where it made me feel so self-conscious about it. But yeah, this girl who was my friend, she would call them like watermelons or she gave me the nickname watermelons because of my big boobs. That reminds me of uh, a nickname my mom. Well, well not, it's not a nickname, but anytime my mom be seeing me, she'd be like, damn girl, go put the lot to TV. Which is basically <laughs> like your ass is as big as a TV. And I'm like, okay, ma'am. I didn't get this pants from nobody. It's from you. But, yeah, That's funny. I've never heard that comparison before. Yeah. It's interesting, too, how our families just be giving us the craziest nicknames and or just notice us in those ways. Anywho, friends, I I feel like we talked a lot about, you know, what others have view us and how others perspective of our sexuality, women's sexuality and their perception of women and our sexual parts. We talked a lot about that. If it's okay, I would like to transition into more of a self-reflection and to kind of uh, maybe this might tackle a little bit more on like the female gaze. But my question is, have you ever experienced moments where you have caught either yourself and or someone else making similar comments about your body image, your sexuality, sexualizing you, objectifying you, and really just owning up to uh, your own voice in taking ownership of your personalities, your feelings, your um, intelligence, and just kind of shifting that perspective into really self-love? I feel like I need a notebook because you, (laughs) that's a big question. It is. I'm sorry. I can certainly write this out too. I think for me, I mean, I mentioned earlier about how like when in college, especially people used to be like, who are you looking good for? I just stare at them and kind of be like, ha, myself. <laughs> because I mean, I am doing it for myself. Like I already knew the whole Augsburg community. I'm not trying to look good for nobody here at that point, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, that's one example. I think um, a more recent example, like sometimes I notice when I go on dates, like I feel, I like, do my makeup and stuff like that and then sometimes like I don't want to do my makeup and I feel like oh my gosh like like it feels dreadful to do my makeup or like to do my hair and stuff and so I just be like you know what either I'm just not gonna do a lot of it or else I'm just gonna do like so I'm gonna do a simplified version or else I'm just not gonna wear any makeup and the way that I, I like think about that is that like yes I do feel like a confidence boost when I wear makeup which gets me to be in a more like relaxed headspace during the date but at the same time I'm like I don't want this person to see me with only makeup like if if things go well and if we were to continue dating like I don't want the pressure of that person knowing me only for when I wear makeup like they're gonna need to see me in a makeupless state too you know so yeah I think I I think I mm. That's a big question, Ping, and I'm still waiting for it to pop up on the chat. But basically, for me right now, I still struggle with it. Cause like, like recently, like this past week, I went shopping, and I was like, "Oh, these outfits are so cute." And then I was also like, "Oh, but like," <laughs> and then you know, like, cause lately I've been wanting to go back on dating apps and like trying them out. I haven't tried them out for a while because I got so busy with my theater project. So I was like. I don't have time for myself. I'm not going to have time for another stranger. But then like I went shopping this past weekend and I was like, oh my gosh, like this one looks so good. And then I was like, oh my God, this one looks so good for a dating profile photo, you know? And then I was like, wait, why am I like wanting to like 
buy clothes just for a dating profile you know like not because like i want like oh like i want to wear it but why is the second thought after that for a dating profile or like for for a dude you know and i was just kind of like not really into that and i also was noticing it um with makeup as well like i know i don't wear as much makeup anymore because of covid i'm not trying to like waste makeup while wearing a mask um but i also noticed that like i tend to wear makeup more for like my friends or like when we're going out and like having fun i want to wear makeup for that and then like yeah for a guy i do feel like similar to you mine's like i feel really dreadful when i wear makeup for a date like y'all know me i be having like the worst anxiety mild anxiety attacks where can't eat i'm like <laughs> i'm nauseous like at this point i can be having covid symptoms before i go to a date because <laughs> this is how I am and oh, I just feel like yeah. <laughs> so I don't know I just I I still struggle with it even now because I'm like I want to explore yeah I don't know if that makes any sense but kind of going again like answering like how do you turn into self-love or uh, how does it empower you I think it's like I don't know I I think it's because I really love my friends. Like, I just love friendship in general. And I love my friends a lot. So when I, like, get to where, when I, like, put on makeup for my friends or I I dress up for my friends, I'm always, like, happy and I'm always excited. Because I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm going to look so good with my friends. And I think that's, in a way, of like, a form of self-love. Because then when I'm doing it out of joy, like, wearing clothes that makes me feel good or look good, I remember that like oh I actually enjoy doing this for myself as well you know so Mm -hmm. I think that's how it transforms Mm -hmm. what are you being you know that's a as I'm kind of like listening to the both of you I cannot believe I'm I'm asking this question because well I'm not prepared to answer this question (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but I'm also trying to think about those moments when I just am owning my 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 own voice. I'm changing the narrative and uh, changing it in a way that empowers me. And you know, honestly, I think it really had just kind of started. It started. I would say for sure there was a change once I got out of my relationship, my past relationship. And I think to those are a couple of reasons why it started changing and, and certainly not because of anything that but anything wrong with that relationship but then more of here is this person who has basically saw the beauty in me before I saw it in myself and he's no longer in my life anymore and so and I couldn't give that to myself when I was in the relationship with him. I had so much insecurities. I like the first I remember when I first started dating him, I asked him, like, dude, like you could date anybody. Like, look at you. You got a six pack and you are like, I wouldn't say ripped, but you were very athletic. Like you could honestly date anybody. Why are you dating me? And so I had so much insecurities when I was with him. Sorry. I just feel like I love how that's the only two qualities you can go. <laughs> oh my gosh it's not even your nice (laughs) (laughs) this is the part where you're like am i the drama (laughs) okay 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 hold on should i let me rephrase that okay um well okay but no, I Granted. mean your your points are valid though. Yeah, People yeah. think about those and like yeah. it's still uh, insecurity and like and I think a lot of that stems from the pressure of how especially women should look because like mm-hmm. oftentimes we don't care or like yes women do like are attracted to a certain type of physique from men but at the same time that physique of men is not sought out for as much as it is for women, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And granted, that was 50-year-old me saying that too. Damn, that was like 10, 11 years ago, say, me saying that to him. And so 50-year-old me was not that smart. So that was 50-year-old me asking him that too. And certainly that is not the questions I ask now. <laughs> but uh, 15-year-old, you had like her priority street. Yeah, right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, and so... Like when, when he, when I no longer had him in my life, I didn't really have uh, set 
those expectations for myself? How do I shower myself with love? How do I give myself self-care? And how can I empower my own voice? And I, I, I agree with you, Sunny. It has been a work in progress. It has been very challenging because coming from a background or a family that, you know, downgrades you so much and compare your physique all the goddamn time to your cousins, your friends, your uh, your own sisters. It has been very mentally draining and mentally challenging. And I was never taught growing up how to change that narrative, that perspective into like, that's awesome. They look great. They have nice ass, big boobs and or they're super smart and they're very um, obedient, et cetera, good at school, et cetera. Um, but then not necessarily in a way that compares them and me, but then be like, oh, I'm a clap for her. Yes, queen. Let me let me learn from you and really dig deep into your own brains. And let me try that, too, because I see you doing awesome and I'm so proud that you are doing great. Um, how do I level myself up where I could feel as empowered as she is empowering me and so I, I totally just did a lot of talking and word vomiting I don't know if that makes sense but for me it has been a journey and a work in progress but I think I'm at a point where in my life that you know I'm gonna work on myself and also I realized this with my little sister too that I need to empower her. I need to teach her how she needs to, how she can love herself and stop calling her fat. Yeah. <laughs> but I think even like, yeah, I think it's definitely like a work in progress for everyone. Cause even, even though for me, sometimes like, you know, if people were to ask me like, were you looking good for that? I'd be like myself. It's still like, you know, there's still like that, that percent of me who's like, okay, well people will notice and like it and stuff like that so because like even for me the other day I had to go run errands and I was running errands in a city where two guys who I talked to previously live in and I'm like oh my gosh what if I run into them in the mo in the case that I do let me make sure I look hella good just in case I do um not only yes. as a way for me to feel good about myself but like you know, because I don't want to, I don't know, like, you know, that's like the male gaze right there. It's like, yeah. I don't want to not look good in front of them, especially after I'm not talking to them anymore. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, it's like a work in progress. And it's like, I don't think it's like necessarily um, like, if you want to look good, go ahead and look good. And if, if like, yeah, sometimes it's like, why do you need a man to give you that validation? I think that's like mm -hmm. what, what mm -hmm. the the stuff that we need to work through is right like disassociating our validation the forms of validation we need and like the affirmations we need mm -hmm. in correlation to men and what they think is good or what they find likable because our self-worth is not tied into what they think it should be everything that like your self-worth is should be should be tied into what you want for yourself and what you aspire for yourself I feel like today's topic, we kind of talked about the male gaze. We talked more about the male gaze and the female gaze, which is okay. Um, because I feel like that could be another day when we talk about the effects of the female gaze. But I just want to wrap this up really quick, if that's cool. Um, so I want to give an invitation, extend an invitation to our listeners. If you disagree or agree with like what paying and mindsy and i share like we would love to hear those thoughts and maybe we should invite some guys onto like, the podcast let's do it about this because i feel like it, it would be interesting to like hear their perspective and it'd be interesting to even know if they like like if they acknowledge their male gaze or if they realize their male gaze or the effect of their male gaze mm -hmm. a lot of male mm -hmm. gaze once it does Thank you for listening to today's episode. 
If you have any questions or want to tell us your story, you can shoot us an email at teambeyondfriends at gmail.com. If you like our podcast, please share with your friends and give us a rating. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Team Beyond Friends. Until next time.